0: Welcome to the Be Free Program, where you shall know the truth, and the truth shall make you free. Hi, I'm Loretta Roshka, your host, and I'm so glad that you are joining me today. My co-host and great friend, Don Kennedy, can't be here today, so we're flying solo, and, and uh, we just got to trust the Lord that I touch, hit all the buttons, and do everything I'm supposed to do. We'll see. Help me, Lord. But today, the title of my message is Salty Water. You might say, what on earth is she talking about? We're going to talk to you about salty water. Now, have you ever um, had to gargle with warm, salty water? I live with my grandparents um, a lot, and they were quite elderly when I was living with them. And one of their remedies, and I know people still do it today, but not that often. One of their remedies was when I had sore throats, tonsillitis, which I was always having, I would have to go in there and gargle with warm, salty water. And if you ever drink any of it, which I always managed to swallow some of it, it was horrible. But it would go in there and begin to heal and soothe my tonsils and help me to get over it faster. Well, today I want to go to a passage of scriptures in 2 Kings chapter 2. And we are talking about Elisha. And Elijah has just died, passed his mantle to uh, Elijah, had died and passed his mantle to Elisha. And so, uh, let's read about, this is such an interesting story and I believe it is so appropriate for where we are right now, uh, in the nations, uh, in our nation for what's happening in the spirit realm, for what's happening in the world. So open up your spiritual ears to hear and let's just see what God has to say to us particularly. You know, this isn't, when I read the word, I read it, uh, I want to know the context and, and who it was written to and uh, those type of things. But I read it, what is this saying to me? What is the message that the Spirit of the Lord has for me today? What is He saying to me? And so let's, just, let's look at this, and we're talking about salty water. Then the men of the city said to Elisha, Please notice, the situation of this city is pleasant, as my Lord sees, but the water is bad. And the ground barren. And he said, Bring me a new bowl and put salt in it. So they brought it to him. Then he went out to the source of the water and cast in the salt there. Okay, I'm going to stop right there. So he said this, they one of the things that they said to him, and, and let's look at my other translation here about the city, about the place that they were at, the situation. They actually said, You will notice, please notice the situation of this city. And we want the Lord to please notice the situation of our city, of our nation, of our family. Uh, and in the New King James, our New Living, it says, uh, we have a problem, my Lord. This town is located in a in beautiful natu- natural surroundings, as you can see, but the water is ban- bad and the land is unproductive. And so... They had to, he had to notice, take notice of the situation, which is figuratively, I'm going to get this word figuratively, a site. It's an abode. It's also a place or a time. So look, Lord, look upon the place that we are in. Look upon the time that we are in. Look upon the dwelling place where we are and tell us, Lord, what we're to do. Have mercy on us. And so that's what, he, that's what they were saying. Uh, look, please notice the situation of the city. It is pleasant as my Lord sees, but the water is bad and the ground is buried. So the, the land was beautiful. In one translation, it says pleasant. See, it looked good on the outside, but there was a problem on the inside. The surroundings looked good, uh, everything looked wonderful, but they had a real underlying problem that needed to be dealt with because something can look good on the outside all day long, but if there is a problem in the source of it, in the roots of it, it's going to eventually come forth and produce what you don't want. And so uh, they said the waters are bad. Waters there means life. That is actually, the word actually means life or sustenance. It means fertility and blessing and refreshing. So the, the waters were not pure. The waters were not producing in this beautiful, pleasant looking place. The situation was that the waters were not pure. The waters were, was not producing what they wanted. And so uh, they said the water's bad. I mean, they just come right out. It's bad. We've got a problem here. Bad actually means adversity and affliction, calamity, distress, harmful, grievous, ill, wrong, sad. Man, does that kind of describe some of the situations we are going through right now in our nation and that, you know, you can say it's bad. It's bad. However, we have a God in heaven. With an answer, we have a God in heaven that we can trust and we can cry out to him and say, Lord, the situation of this city is pleasant, but the waters are bad. Something is not right, Lord, in this nation. Help us, O God. And so it's really interesting what the Lord did. Um, He, uh, Elisha said, bring me a new bowl. Bring me a new bowl. I love it. And put salt in it. Well, what on earth does salt have to do with the situation? This pleasant looking city, this uh, looked good, but yet their land was barren. The ground was barren and their water was bad. They weren't producing what they wanted. Uh, it, It was producing death and not life. And so bring me a new bowl and put salt in it. So they brought it to him. Well, a bowl, what's a bowl? It's a container. You have to have a container. You have to have an empty container for the Lord to begin to fill up in your life. And they, but he told him, he said, put the water in it. New bowl, put salt in it first, put the salt in it. Okay. And that it may be healed. So salt is a preservative, right? How many of you like to eat food without salt? Not me. And I'll tell you again, I don't like to gargle with it either. It's no fun. But it is good for you. It is um, something that will help with your, uh, preserve you. It'll help heal you. And it's a purifying agent. So thus the, says the Lord, he says, to, excuse me, bring me a new bowl and put salt in it. All right. Let's put it in there. Let's put this preservative in there. So they brought it to him. Then he went out to the source. I love that. He went to the source of the problem and cast the salt in there. He went to the source because the ground was barren. The water was bad. He said, get a new bowl. Because why? He was going to do a new thing. See, there's, God is wanting to do a new thing in our lives. When this time of divine pause and, and where there's, we're having to have a reset and restructuring when everything seems to be on hold right now, God is actually doing a deep work. He's wanting to do a new thing in your life right now. Even in the midst of what seems to be so bad in the natural, the situation looks so bad in the natural, we have a good God. And he is removing things that needs to be removed, adding what needs to be added and causing things to turn around for good in our lives. If we will let him, if we will serve him and cry out to him, if we let him, just like the men of the city said, notice the situation of the city, notice Lord, the situation of my finances, notice Lord, that uh, my job is gone, notice Lord, there's no food on the table, notice Lord, that I'm not able to pay my bills, notice Lord, the situation. And the prophet Elisha said, get me a new bowl because he was going to do a new thing and he was going to fill that bowl up that was going to change the course and the situation of that land forever, forever. So it's important during this time that we hear from the spirit of God, what he is telling us, what he's telling us to empty out what He's telling us to pour out, and what He is telling us to get filled up with and provide the bowl. We're the bowl. We're the bowl. We're the container. And we need to make sure what's being filled up is the new thing that God is doing so we're on target in alignment with Him right now in our lives. And so uh, Isaiah 43, 18 through 19 says, Don't remember the former things, nor consider the things of old behold, I do a new thing. Now it shall spring forth. Shall you not know it? So let's be in position for the new thing that God is doing. Let's be in position to receive from the spirit of God, the new thing and to catch it may have a, have a, a bowl, be a bowl, catch it, be a container for what God is doing. So he says, um, bring me this bowl, bring it to me. And Put salt in it. Put salt in it. He's doing a new thing. See, a bowl is a vial. It's a cruise. It's a salt cellar. We are the container. And what did he He put, he cast in, he, he directed toward that bowl the salt which was the healing agent. Don't we need God to heal our nation right now? We need God to move in our nation. We need God to move in our situation. Just as, is the, just as these elders of this city said to Elijah, our situation, our, our, notice our situation, Lord, that our waters are bad. And the waters represents, it actually means life, our sustenance. It means our fertility. We need to produce, Lord. Our waters are bad. And so, uh, they were barren. Let's look back. Let's go back a second. It said they were barren. You know what that means? It means to miscarry. It means to be disappointed to, to that, which you were looking forward to. It's now disappointed. Uh, what you were carrying is now aborted. Uh, it means to bereave literally or figuratively deprive. You know, some of you I'm sure right now are feeling deprived of many things. And, and, um, you know, and my heart goes out to those across the nation of the world that have literally lost loved ones, uh, in this COVID-19 crisis. My heart goes out to you and I can't imagine the bereavement. I can't imagine the grieving that only the spirit of the Lord can comfort and heal and minister to you. But there is a barrenness uh, there's It means to destroy or spoil or rob. Have you felt that? Have you felt like you've been spoiled or robbed or barren? I'm telling you, the enemy comes to steal, kill, and destroy. The thief does, John 10, 10. But Jesus came to give you life and life more abundantly. And he's here to bring life. He's here to heal your waters. He's here to bring a, a new thing in your life right now. Let's be sensitive. Let's be listening. Let's be hearing what he's saying. Let's be uh, giving Him place that He can speak into our lives and pour in. I just sense right now there's uh, several of you that are watching now and listening now by Facebook, by the radio, uh, or will be later on, that God is wanting to empty out some old things that you can take hold of the new. He's wanting to, you to allow Him by the power of the Holy Spirit uh, to enable you to pour out, to remove... Those things, those bad things that's causing the source, the water to be bad, to be muddied up in your life. And I know God has been dealing with me even about certain attitudes and certain behaviors and ways of thinking, you know, uh, that God is saying, come on, let loose of that. Surrender to me. I've got a better way. I've got a new thing for you. I have a new thought. I have a new attitude. Uh, I have new strength. I have new power. I have new provision. I have a new way of doing things for you in your life. Come on and rise up higher. You know that we're to be renewed, renewed by the uh transforming of our mind, by the word of God, by the washing of the word, we're to be renewed and transformed and not be conformed to this world. Well, there's there is a lot of things that are changing right now that can be very scary. If you don't know the Lord, if you're not trusting, even as you know the Lord, there's been you know, times that waves of fear have come across me that I've had to cast down those thoughts and say, no, you have no place. I trust the Lord. My hope is in the Lord. He's my provider. He's my strong tower. He's my stronghold. He's my provider. He's in charge. But as we allow God to come in and begin to change, there's things being upset. There's things being uprooted, overturned. Everything that can be shaken will be shaken. So only that which cannot be shaken will remain. And so if it can be shaken, it needs to be shaken. If it needs to be removed, it needs to be removed. You know, those things in our, our spirit, in our life, when God is putting his finger on uh, so that he can heal our waters. So the situation won't just look good on the outside, uh, like they said in this word uh, in Second uh, Kings chapter 2, Said and the men of the city said to Elisha, Behold, an inhabiting of this city is pleasant. It looks good. It's beautiful as my Lord sees but the water as is bad. And listen to what the Amplified says. And the locality causes miscarriage and barrenness in all animals. See, animals. So you, can, you can be in a place where you are miscarrying in the spirit for that which you are to bear and bring forth uh, on this earth. That which you are to produce uh, on this earth in your life. There can be a barrenness uh, because the source or what is coming to you, uh, it needs to be purified. What you're, what you're drinking, what, you, what you're uh, putting on the inside of you needs to be purified and transformed. They're, they're because you can miscarry or there can be uh, an, uh, an end to that which you've been believing God for. And listen, God is always about second chance, third chance. You know, he thousand chance when you return to God, he is a restoring God, and he'll just get you back on right back on the same track, he on the right path, he will get you right back in line. So, if you've gotten off and you're like the people in this story that told Elisha, the city is pleasant, but the but the water's bad, and it's calling causing miscarriage, and it's causing death, uh, it's causing bereavement. It's causing destruction and spoil and and robbing. That's exactly what that word means. That's where they were living at. Their city was beautiful on the outside, but on the inside and what was being produced was barrenness, miscarrying and, 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 uh, bereavement destruction. Listen, God wants to turn that around. And these, uh, the elders in the city were so wise as to go to the prophet, the man of God, uh, that would listen and, and to hear what the Spirit of God is saying to know how to work in this situation. He said, my Lord sees, but the water is bad. The locality causes miscarriage and barrenness in all animals. And this is what he said. Bring me a new bowl and put salt in it. And they brought it to him. See, salt, salt is a symbol of God's purifying power. God's full purifying power is represented. His preserving power, uh, his... um, Coming in and removing and purifying and cleansing. Listen, I don't know about y'all, but during all of this that's been going on and me being at the house and uh, ministering from the house and seeking the Lord, I've been asking, Lord, Lord, purify me. Lord, wash me. Lord, cleanse me. And when he, when something comes up and I know that I need to repent of something, I'm repenting. Second Chronicles seven fourteen says, if my people, which are called by my name, it's my people, he's talking to his people, which are called by, them, by my name, shall humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways. Then I will hear from heaven and I will heal their land. God wants to heal our personal land in our own lives, in our families, in our cities, just as what happened in 2 Kings chapter 2. He wants to heal the city. He, he wants to heal the, the individual, the family, the community, the city, the state, the nation, the nations, if we will allow him to. But there is a way. These men in Second uh, Kings were wise enough to know God had the answer, to know that it may look good on the outside, but the water is bad and there's miscarriages and death and destruction going on we need help. So they were obedient. They went and got the bowl. They got the bowl for the man of God. And he poured and he said, put the salt in it. And they did. Wow. Salt. You just think, you know, it just seems to be so, you know, you don't even think about salt. You take it for granted, and if, but if you don't have it in your food, then it's like, man, something. This does not taste right. This is bland. I've got to have some salt. I need some flavor. You know, and when the, we can't lose our savior or our flavor as Christians, we have to be salty. We need to be salty. And but what this really speaks to me is that it reminds me and symbolizes to me Jesus. The purifying work of salvation, of cleansing, the purifying work of the blood of Jesus, the death, burial, and resurrection of Christ, that he saved us from our sins and he purified us. But you know what? We should always be asking the Lord, Lord, is there there anything in me that I need to Let go of that I that needs to be purified that needs to be purged and refined Lord that i be a vessel of honor that I carry your glory that I walk in your spirit. We need to be that purifying agent or that salt on the earth. We are the salt of the earth and we are sent in to society, to, to have the flavor of God and the aroma and the fragrance of God on us. And to be that one that sent in, that's like put in the bowl, put in the bowl where the situation looks pleasant, but there's death in the area, which is what they said in second Kings so that we can come in with the nature of God, with the power of God, with the word of God. And we can come in and be the salt and be the light. So that the land could be healed. Second Chronicles 7:14. Oh God, heal our land. Move in our land. Heal our land. Heal heal my land, my life, the life, the landscape of my life. Let it be healed, oh God. The landscape of my family, oh God, heal it, I pray. Apply your salt. And you know what? If you've ever had a wound and they applied salt in it, that's painful. That, that's no fun at all. But, you know, and, and I watch a lot of times with my husband, the, um like the mountain men, the uh, Alaska men, and they're hunting. And what they do is they take salt whenever they kill an animal and they dress it out and they've got a, a long journey ahead of them. They, they will take that salt and they will rub it on there to keep that uh, meat from decaying, keep it from putrefying so that they can eat it and have sustenance. well whenever uh, the salt when we carry the salt of God, we are there to step into people's lives that to keep them from decaying to keep them from destruction. Uh, and even as we read earlier in this chapter in second Kings chapter two, that uh, he said that it was a pleasant city, but there uh, was, the water was bad and they were barren. So they had that death. They had miscarriages. They had infertility. They were not being fertile. They were not walking. They were not seeing the blessings of God because there was something underground and it was in the water that they said the water was bad and it was causing miscarriages and it was causing death and destruction and bereavement and grieving. See, that's the way sin is. That's the way sin is. Uh, Sin will uh, take you further than you want to go, make you pay more than you want to pay and stay longer than you want to stay. And it produces death and destruction. The wages of sin is death, but Jesus Christ came to give us life and life more abundantly. And so, I think about this whole story, this Old Testament story, where you haven't even got to the second, the, the last verse about the healing. We're going to get there in just a moment. But I think about how this salt speaks of Jesus and how he wants to apply the salt to our life in every area to keep that. Just like whenever they pour the salt after they've killed an animal and they need to get it back home so that it doesn't decay, it doesn't putrefy, so it's preserved so they can re, uh, receive from that meat the sustenance they need, the life they need, they pour salt on it. I believe right now we are in a time of the Spirit of God pouring more salt on us, in us and through us to purify us. Uh, to preserve us, uh, to stop the decay, so that uh, our cities and our land can be healed, just as we've just been reading about in 2 Kings. Uh, and the men of the city said to Elisha, Behold, inhabiting of this city is pleasant as my Lord sees, but the water is bad, and the locality causes miscarriages and barrenness, and all animals. He said, Bring me a new bowl and put salt the symbol of God's purifying power in it, and they brought it to him. As we, um, I'm just going to take a second. I'm going to pray for you. We are not done. I just have to reset the timer for just a second, so don't go anywhere. But I want to pray for you, and then we'll continue this, this teaching without, without stopping. Father, I pray, Lord, those today that uh, are experiencing, Lord, loss and bereavement, and miscarry, and destruction, and things, Lord, with things being upside down in our world. I pray right now that you'd minister to them wherever they are. I ask that you'd speak to them. I ask that you would touch them. I ask you'd comfort their heart and draw them near to you, Lord. And I just pray that you'd show them your goodness and your glory in Jesus' name. Now, if you've never accepted Christ as your Savior, all you do is say, Lord, I invite you into my life. I believe that you are the son of God, that you, Jesus Christ, you are the son of God, the sinless son of God who came to seek and to save me. And you died and was buried and rose again the third day for me. Come into my heart. Forgive me. Cleanse me. Take that salt. Take you. Come with your cleansing and purify me. Wash me. Change me. Change me, Lord. I'm yours. I give you my life. Take over in Jesus' name. Now, if you need, if you said that prayer, call our prayer line at 866-241-0579, 866-241-0579, or go to our website at lureta.org, l-o-u-a-t-a.org. We have tons of free resources to minister to you and to bless you. Uh, that's lureta.org. And, uh, I believe that, um, that you'll find a lot of our uh, TV programs, our beefy TV programs, and our beefy radio programs that will minister to you today, right where you're at, and for free. It's for free. Hey, if you want to give and help us continue to preach the gospel, you can do it on lueta.org as well, and that would be a blessing. Uh, but the ministry and the resources are there for you free, and only give what the Spirit of God says give, and we would appreciate it. And we'll use it to preach the kingdom. But we do this. We do this to build the kingdom of God, not our kingdom. It's not our kingdom. It's His kingdom. We do this to minister to you and to let you know that God is for you, not against you. So go to our website at lureta.org, call our prayer line 866-241-0579, and we will be right back.